Welcome to My Best Life, a podcast to inspire change. Hello, and welcome to Episode 5. I'm your host, Pam. I'm an eternal optimist, a believer in all things positive, a certified health coach, personal trainer, and New York State licensed massage therapist. My mission with this podcast is to inspire you to begin making small changes that lead to living your best life. Today, we're going to be pulling together the four small bite episodes, taking a look at how those four small bites create a solid foundation to give you a starting point towards building your best life. Those first four small bites were change, be fearless, change your perception of failure, and get comfortable being uncomfortable. All four of those small bites work together to create a place for you to think about making changes, to get comfortable making change, even when it's uncomfortable. Today, we'll look at setting paced goals. Paced goals are a way to comfortably set goals without having the rigid expectations that we're used to when we set goals for our work standards. We'll take a look at goals versus resolutions and the really huge difference between the two. We'll make three lists and we'll walk through using categories to create goals that you can make happen. The one thing that I really want you to remember through all of this is that change happens in small, meaningful bites. Change isn't something that happens in huge amounts. When it does, it's overwhelming and usually falls apart. So have some patience with yourself, have some patience with your goals, and most importantly, And probably one of the hardest things to do is trust the process. I still struggle with trusting the process because I get impatient just like anybody else. And I want my goals to come true and happen right now. But as we work through the list exercises, you'll begin to see how important it is to make those small bite changes. So let's dig right in and take a look at paced goals. Paced goals are a different way of looking at setting goals. If you're anything like me, the word goal itself gets a little resistance. I get a little uncomfortable and I have flashbacks to work where I have to set these rigid, smart goals because my raise bonus and any thought of promotion are usually linked to those SMART goals. I decided to sit down and find a way to make 
personal goal setting a little bit easier. By pacing ourselves, we take our time getting to the finish line. Paced goals are set up the same way. They're flexible. They give you wiggle room. The P in paced goals stands for positive. Personal goals should be joyful. They should be natural and not forced. They should feel good, even if they are a little scary. Even if you know it'll take a little bit of time to achieve them, your goals should be positive. They should make you feel excited about doing them, even the ones that you might want to dread. Sometimes fitness for people is one of those goals that it's really hard to get excited about. But once you get your momentum and you start doing that activity, you start to see that that's how you get to a better place. The A in paced goals stands for affirming. Goals should be affirming. By affirming, I mean I am statements. I am walking daily. By telling yourself that you're already doing whatever that goal is, you can trick your brain into believing that it's something you're already doing. This comes in really handy when it's a task that we don't really want to do, but we know it's going to get us to a great place. The C in paste is clear. We do need to be specific about our goals, but paced goals come with flexibility. Instead of setting deadlines, we can set a target date, a target amount, a general term that allows us to feel much more comfortable about digging into our goals. The E stands for empowering. You should believe in your goals. If your goal isn't resonating with you, it probably shouldn't be a goal yet. It may be just an idea. It may be something that other people are suggesting to you, and it just doesn't feel right. Let that go. Jot it down somewhere, put it in a notebook, and revisit it. Your goals should be empowering. They should be something that you truly believe in, And that leads to the D, which is doable. Goals should be doable. We should be able to achieve whatever goals we set for ourselves. Sometimes at work, they set these ridiculous goals that you know you're not going to be able to accomplish. Think about how that makes you feel. I know for me, I feel defeated before I even get started when I have a goal that I don't have any idea how I'm going to accomplish. So when you set goals for yourself, make them doable. And always remember that you can do anything you set your mind to. So what's the difference between a goal and a resolution? This podcast happens to be recorded on the first of the year. And for many people, We get all excited about resolutions. It's the first of the year. It's a new me. New year, new me. I think that's how that saying goes. Goals are doable, positive, empowering things. 
Resolutions are breakable, impossible, and can be really disappointing. If you feel the need to set a New Year's resolution, make it something lighthearted and fun. Something that two weeks from now, three weeks from now, a month from now, if you're not doing that resolution, it's okay. I like to do crazy things with resolutions like I will wear red lipstick once a week until I choose not to wear red lipstick anymore. My friends think I look good in red lipstick. I think I look ridiculous. So in the comfort of my own home, I will wear red lipstick at least one time in the next week or so. It's a resolution because it's definitely breakable. I will crack up every time I put that red lipstick on and feel like I'm part of the masses. My goals, on the other hand, they're all doable. They're all positive. And they're all things that I can get behind, that I believe in. Some of them are challenging, but that's part of it. Some of them may be causing me a little bit of fear, but that's part of it. Most of them, I'm definitely going to be getting comfortable being uncomfortable. But that's what leads to change. If you've been with me for episodes one through four, you know that we make lists. I'm a list maker. I believe in those lists and the energy of writing them down. If this is the first time you're tuning in with me, now you know that I'm a list maker. I'm going to encourage you at some point today, in the next couple of days, when you have time to sit down with a piece of paper and something to write with, you make these lists. The first list is a reflection. I think that it's really healthy to sit down and reflect on the previous day, week, month, year, whatever that looks like for you. Take a look back and see all the positive that you can pull out of that time frame. Find at least one positive in the time frame that you've set for yourself and write it down. You may be wondering, why do you want me to write down one or two positives from this time frame? It's because when we acknowledge our positive actions or the things that happened in our lives that are positive, it gives us momentum. Momentum to keep going, to maybe challenge ourselves to go a little further, do a little more. We should be celebrating our positive achievements, our positive interactions, all the good that's in our life. All of that good positive supports that foundation for change because it encourages you to keep going. List number two applies to the same time frame as list number one. But this time, take a look back and see what goals were unmet. What were the things that you expected to achieve or wanted to achieve, but were unable to. Maybe you didn't have the right resources 
or enough resources. Maybe those goals no longer resonate with you. Maybe other goals created a change that made that goal no longer fit you. Maybe you just need more time. I have goals that I bring with me year after year after year. Sometimes they no longer fit, but sometimes they just haven't seen their time. They still resonate with me. There's still things that I want to accomplish. I just haven't gotten there yet. One of those goals for me is traveling to Europe. Every year I put that on my vision board. Every year I write it down in my goal list. And every year something else comes up and I don't get to Europe. It still resonates with me. It's still something that I want to do. And this year, like every other year, I will still write it down in my goals. Because one of these years, I will find the resources, the time, and the means to go do that. List number three is the big one. List number three is a category list. Categories for me help me to compartmentalize the parts of my life, the areas that I want to make change. By developing categories that mean something to me, I can put simple statements into those categories and begin creating goals around the things that are important to me. I encourage you to make up your own list of categories. You can take the ones that I suggest today or you can create something completely different. Here are some of the categories that are important to me. Wellness, financial, personal development, career, travel, and relationships. Those six categories I put on a sheet of paper in their own little square so that I can write simple statements around goals that I'd like to achieve in those categories. Remember, change happens in small, meaningful bites. If we take small categories and create simple statements, it's amazing how quickly we can achieve the goals in those areas that are important to us. So now that you've made three lists, we are going to take a look at how to create paste goals. The first step in writing a paste goal is picking a category. For me, fitness is the easiest category out of those six categories. It's the one that I'm most likely to commit to and I can come up with some ideas relatively easily. For example, for fitness, you may write down, walk daily, eat healthier, learn meditation. See how simple that is? Just a few words that describe the things that you'd like to change in that category. No complicated, if this happens, then that happens, or I'm going to walk 10 miles every day in the rain, sleet, or snow. Really simple, walk daily. 
super simple with eat healthier. And again, simply learn meditation. And remember, the things that you write on your paper may be very different. These are ideas and suggestions on how I build my goals on a regular basis. From there, you can create I am statements pretty easily. An example would be, I am walking daily. I am choosing healthier food. I am learning to meditate. By putting an I am in a simple idea, you're telling your brain that you're already doing that activity. So your brain thinks that you're already walking daily. It has no idea how far or for how long, but it thinks that part of your daily routine is to go for a walk. I make these really simple for myself because some days I only have 15 minutes, especially on days that I'm working and I have other things that I need to do. But my brain is going to tell me at some point during the day, hey, you haven't gotten up to take that walk. So I might throw my coat on and my sneakers on and take a walk around the block and come back. Then again, I might also have 45 minutes to an hour so I can take a three or four mile walk. My brain has no idea the distance that I need to go, want to go, or plan to go. It just knows that I need to take a walk. The same is true with choosing healthier food. If I'm telling my brain that I am choosing healthier food, when I grab that carrot stick instead of that cookie, my brain thinks that's okay. You kind of see where I'm going with this? By telling your brain what it needs to hear to make an action happen, you're creating change. And you're creating change in small bites. The key to these I am statements is you have to believe it. The whole fake it till you make it thing doesn't really apply. When you write an I am statement and you make it simple enough for your brain to believe, it works. I'm going to remind you one more time that you can do anything you set your mind to. Remember that phrase. Write it down near your lists. Use that red lipstick to write it on your mirror. You can do anything you set your mind to. Create an I statement for yourself. I can. Telling yourself that you can do something or allowing yourself to believe that you already are is how change happens in small bites. Believing in your goals Believing in yourself, that's how those small bites become meaningful. Paste goals will evolve over time. Paste goals are a starting point. They're a place to begin creating goals that you can achieve. They're a starting point for you to reinforce that you can do the things that you'd like to do. Paste goals become clearer over time. For me, 
my fitness goals are a little bit more clearer today than walk daily. I'm able to put mileage on that and say, I am going to walk a mile every day. And the awesome thing about that is when I walk two miles, I feel pretty incredible because I exceeded my goal. That's the other piece of setting paced goals. As you begin to complete these goals and you begin to exceed your initial goal, it empowers you. It makes you realize that things are doable. It gives you a place to raise the bar to. If you start out running a marathon, where are you going to go from there? But if you start out by taking a walk every day, or a jog, or a run, and you begin to exceed that, before you know it, you will be running a marathon. And it'll feel amazing. Eventually, you'll attach more detail, and you'll get more comfortable setting paced goals. Realizing that your personal goals differ from business goals or work goals in the corporate setting. And you'll see how goals and resolutions are so incredibly different. How one encourages small changes and the other may encourage disappointment unless you make it fun and go into it with the intention of knowing that it's just for fun. I encourage you to use paced goals throughout the year. I set goals for myself weekly. I have my big yearly goals. Some of them are five-year goals. Some of them are, boy, I hope they happen goals. But every week I sit down and I look at my goals and I set new small goals for the week. If I was successful at walking one mile a day every day the week before, I bump it up to a mile and a half. Challenge myself a little bit more every time. The idea behind sharing paced goals with you is to give you a starting point, to give you a place to start easy. And I don't mean easy like it's easy to do these goals. I mean easy as in simple. A place to begin turning that uncomfortable into comfortable. A place to become fearless. A place to change your perception of failure and incorporate those failures into your goals. To reevaluate and see where can I make a change? I'd like to thank you for showing up today, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to learn something new. If you were inspired by this podcast, I encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Give them the same opportunity to learn something new. I also encourage you to really think about making those lists and sitting down and creating some paced goals. If you'd like to receive a worksheet and infographic about paced goals and categories, visit my website 
at www.pamelaschwartz.com. There's a subscribe for resources box. And when you subscribe for resources, I will send you a formatted categories sheet, as well as an infographic that explains paced goals. Something to make the process a little bit easier. And speaking of process, learn to trust the process. To have some patience with your change. Because change happens in small, meaningful bites. Until next time, I encourage you to get up, get out there, get active, be amazing, be fearless. Change your perspective on failure. Embrace getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And stay well. That was Living My Best Life by Lapaka Roots. You can find Lapaka Roots on Instagram, YouTube, and wherever you download music.